Princess Rise for their Majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Um, <laughs> hi, guys. Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Subscribe to the podcast, please, and leave us a royal rating of a five-star review. You can also send us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com. This week, got a lot of Cambridge stuff going sure on. Sure do, finally. So the Cambridges are prepping for their tour, and also they went to a soccer game. Oh my god, I this, can't wait. The, the most adorable soccer game. It really was. I mean, who knows about the sports? I I don't even know who won. I'm not going to even mention the team names. Just a preparation. <laughs> what is sports? If you came here for a sports podcast, you are lost. <laughs> you are lost. Pick up your phone. Turn around. Um, and then also, Jay Mitty and his dogs are engaged. I'm so thrilled for them. Not to each other, but they have found love. But that's still like an option if he wants to change his mind. I love those dogs. We love them so much. And then on a less exciting or less fun note, um, the Sussexes have launched another lawsuit. So we have some details on that. <sighs> Yeah. Um, and so this week, oh my gosh, we have really exciting letters. Yes. Oh, wait. Cocktail. Cocktail. And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. Well, it's. You if for- you can't tell, yeah, you- it's coffee. <laughs> You forgot um, because we're not drinking one. We're recording um, early in the day today um, before noon. So we're not having alcohol. We're having so much coffee. So much. That's why this is a very exciting episode. I'm yeah. sure um, you're either loving it. You're like loving this energy or you're extremely annoyed. Like those two sound like they're at uh, an 11 right now, which we are. It's, <laughs> it's, thrilling. it's like what? It's like. 10 a.m. It's 10 a.m. I could run a marathon. Coffee and donuts are great. I could like run down the block and be like, okay, this is as far as I'm running. I've never been more excited to talk about the Cambridges. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, And then so uh, those exciting letters that I mentioned, um, two really exciting things happened this weekend in our really obsessed Facebook group. And this was completely just independent stuff. We didn't have anything to do with this. But there were two meetups this weekend, one in Melbourne or Melbourne. 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 Sorry. (laughs) One in Melbourne and then the other in New Zealand. And so we uh, reached out to these amazing railroads and asked for some details. Um, And one of them is Rachel, who is someone that we really we chat with a lot. We like her a lot. She's in New Zealand. Um, Would you like to read her message? Well, she clarified this is actually our second railroad meetup. Elizabeth and I met on the Royally Obsessed FB page when she posted pics from Harry and Meghan's walkabout in Wellington. We DM'd and had our first catch-up in May at a cafe where Harry and Meghan had visited to talk about mental health with young people. Remember when Meghan had them take the treats to the school kids outside? This time, we went slightly grander and had a champagne high tea at a fancy hotel in town. So lovely to chat about all things royal with no eye rolls or yawning. Um, (laughs) We have entirely planned Princess Beatrice's wedding, got initial plans ready for staking out Charles and Camilla on their November visit, and did a full breakdown of the South Africa tour and legal proceedings. Two other Wellington-based Roros want to join us next time. Thanks, ladies, for bringing us all together. Uh, So lovely. Do you think our um, producers will send us to Wellington? Um, I kind of doubt it because they're not sending us to England, (laughs) even though we have dropped very not-so-subtle hints, such as like begging on air, please send us to England. Is that a request I could put in? Um, Is there a... Will somebody send us? Anybody? (laughs) We will will work for... A Slack account for this? We'll work for any brand 
That's true. We'll sponsor anything. We don't <laughs> care. We have no morals. Um. Anyway, <laughs> and then another thing. Um. This was just a message that Sarah Jane had written on the Royally Obsessed group, but she was in Melbourne. You got it. And with she, confidence. Yes. And <laughs> she showed an image of these little like it almost. I hate saying this, but it kind of looks like a Happy Meal. It does look like a Happy Meal, box. like a Happy Meal box, but it's royal, and they have tea, and they have all these like goodies inside. And so she writes on Facebook, um, the inaugural really obsessed Melbourne meetup was was a show. <laughs> if they're such big fans of us, you should say it with pride. Melbourne, the well, Melbourne meetup, Melbourne meetup mm-hmm. was a show stopping success. The photos show the table setting provided for everyone and also what was actually in the gift bag. It was so wonderful talking to new friends about everything royal as well as laugh and share stories about royal encounters we have had. I'm planning to host another meetup before the end of the year, so I will post the date and additional information about the royal Christmas meetup. And then also I saw in the the Facebook group... um, some Roros in Chicago were planning a meetup. This is so exciting. It's so fun. I'm like really, truly moved. We are both moved by this. And I'm so happy that communities are forming all around the world. Um, it makes me really squishy and emotional, I have to say. Yeah. Truly. And, um, you know, Elizabeth Holmes uh, wrote an essay for Katie Couric's newsletter where, like, obviously I work. Um, and she wrote about how she, when she started doing so many thoughts, she didn't expect the community that would pop up and she just felt so like loved and part of this big thing that's bigger than her and I think yeah. that it's just so nice I love the communities that pop up from interests like this yeah I, think I love so it nice it's just so, obviously we enjoy getting together and chatting about all things royal so we're happy to hear that you guys are doing the same over wine over lots and lots of lots of coffee <laughs> whatever works for you um so we're so happy to hear about that and we hope you are all enjoying yourselves um we're gonna jump on to this week in royal history and now This week in royal history. Can you believe it? These two crazy kids. It's the anniversary of the wedding of Princess Eugenie and Jack Brooksbank. To think that this time a year ago, we were still adjusting to saying Eugenie properly. (laughs) What a journey that was. What a journey. What a journey. Now I would never make that mistake. Um, So they got married at Windsor Castle. Um, It was a really lovely ceremony. I think the thing that I remember the most is her dress, which was by... Peter Peloto, and it uh, she had worked really closely with him to design so that there was um, a bit of a dip in the back so it could show her scoliosis scar, which yeah, I thought was really, 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 really special. Um, and she made a point to post about that on social media as well following the wedding. Um, it was just such a spectacular day. I mean, I think we all remember certain moments. Um, yes, the dress showing her scar, the beautiful tiara with the the emerald that sort of like reflected off her reddish hair looked so amazing I loved the shoulder dips that looked just like a Disney princess to me um and of course of course Jack Brooksbank (laughs) putting on his glasses so he could see her coming down the aisle I just adore Jack and his gigantic grin because he's so thrilled uh to be with Eugenie um and we are thrilled that they have found each other and we are thrilled that we'll get to see these two crazy kids again at Beatrice's wedding next year oh yeah what a beautiful, happy time. We um, love royal weddings. So happy anniversary uh, to those two. And now, um, oh, actually, one more moment, and I'll use it as a transition, was um, the kids were really, the Cambridge kids were especially cute at that wedding, as mm-hmm. you'll recall. They wore those uh, sashes and accents with the green and blue little prints, oh, yeah. you know? Um, and that's where we had um, 
George goofing off with Savannah Phillips and his other cousins <laughs> as he's want to do. Um, so we are starting off. I want to, if we may, if you will do this with me, I'd like to kick off with that little uh, detail from Princess Charlotte. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> so uh, we saw, of course, Kate and William uh, were at an event last week that was sort of an unofficial kickoff um, to the Pakistan tour because they were at um, they were at a celebration of Pakistani culture. And so while chatting, um, uh, Kate revealed that she often cooks curries at home and that she makes a milder version for the kids, but she doesn't really need to do that because actually Charlotte, who's five, can handle the curry. <laughs> so Kate said, it's so hard cooking curry with the family, though. The children have a portion with no spice. Yours is medium, she said to William, and I like it quite hot. Charlotte is pretty good with heat. I love that so much. But then uh, William was telling people that he likes his food medium spicy. <laughs> It's like the most William thing to ever be like, said. Of course. <laughs> and so at the event, Kate wore this really, really stunning um, teal dress. This was, of course, the event that was happening the day after we recorded last week. Of course. They're and always doing the good stuff right after we record. Yes. So she wore a teal dress with really great shoes. She looked so lovely. But one thing that was really um, worth noting from that outfit was that her uh, earrings were only $8. I have been loving these two. Uh, Kate and Megan both recently have been giving us inexpensive earrings, and I'm deeply grateful for that. Yes. And so um, the earrings uh, are by Pakistani jewelry retailer Zine, and um, it's likely that she chose them as, as a nod to her trip. And they were but... like big sparkly ones. They're diamond shaped with, I believe it was a green stone at the middle, which sort of offset the green belt around the teal dress and the green shoes, all of which uh, were seen to be a nod um, to, of course, the Pakistani flag. So we're already just seeing all of the ways that Kate will be, um, you know, dressing, well, A, sort of modestly for Pakistan, but also, you know, she's bringing in the color and the spirit. Like it's already begun. I couldn't be more excited. Um, also at that event, a hilarious headline from the cut that actually neither of us uh, wrote. This neither time. of us. Just, we're just fans. We're not promoting. Just our own fans. Work. Uh, Kate Middleton brazenly touches husband's shoulder. Um, this that was, was my friend Amanda and yeah. probably Callie. Yes, um, it was written up. I think a bit inspired by the mirror, uh, the tabloid, the mirror, because they noted Kate giggled and gently touched William's arm as they chatted. Um, of course, it's not so rare for Kate to touch you know we the Sussexes they are always holding hands and always touching but it's a bit rarer for the Cambridges but it's not so rare that yeah it needs a gigantic call out I just thought that was funny yeah so the tabloids were saying it was a rare public display of affection and then um the cut writes the tiny gesture sparked a, bar a barrage of headlines from the tabloids many of which advertised that they had real video footage of the brazen PDA in the heartwarming video captured on camera the Duchess of Cambridge 37 can be seen putting a tender hand on William's shoulder as they appeared to share a joke and then um Another royal outlet said that the, the gesture had everyone talking. And that's just really funny because she I mean, literally talking, just like touched his shoulder. We're talking about it now. So uh, success from the tabloids. But uh, it's so crazy that a married couple who's been together for their entire adult life basically um, touch each other's shoulder. I know. Also, we've seen them touch plenty of times. Like I always think about them celebrating at the Olympics and like leaping into each other's arms, you know, like obviously that. And then of course, I will never forget at Meghan and Harry's wedding, she had her hand on his like oh, upper thigh. I do remember. I was like bringing yeah. the heat there. Or actually maybe no, that was at Eugenie's wedding. So one year anniversary of that moment. Um, yeah. But like um, hilarious. Eugenie. Yeah, Eugenie. Um, so that's hilarious. Um, it's just always funny. I feel like, I mean, headlines of you know, Megan and Harry show off PDA when they're just holding hands. I'm like, that's what people do. 
I mean, listen, it is just like the most, um, it's the simplest clickbait to be like, look at this photo of this thing that happened. And you're like, okay. I mean, they got me. So I mean, it's true. When someone's like, check out this PDA, I'm like, I have to see. I love to see PDA. I love affection. So always are going to get me that way. Um, But we also, what is exciting is that we'll probably see even more of it in Pakistan. You know, they might be willing to stand near each other. Like it's what is going to happen when they're there. Um, So we don't have a ton of details uh, yet about Pakistan, um, but we do know that it is quote, the most complex tour ever due to security issues. Yes. So in a statement from Kensington Palace, it says, This is the most complex tour undertaken by the Duke and Duchess to date, given the logistical and security considerations. Pakistan holds one of Britain's largest overseas networks with the British High Commission in Islamabad working, uh, being one of UK's largest diplomatic missions in the world. So um, apparently they're going to, while they're there, they're going to meet with young Pakistanis to learn about how communities are rapidly responding and adapting to the effects of climate change, which is a very important issue to highlight. Yes. And um, of course, the trip is also going to work towards, um, quote unquote, strengthening historical links between England and Pakistan. And um, can't wait. Yeah. So this is going to be really exciting. We love tours. We love tours so much. Love tours. I'm so glad that I don't have to be sad now. We have so much to look forward to. I know. If only there could always be royal weddings and royal tours. And I mean, they're doing this. They've been really kind to us in that regard. They've been maxing it out. Um, and before the tour starts, uh, they're not lying too low. So the Cambridges all went to a soccer game together this weekend. Although I don't know if Louis was there. I don't. We didn't no. see Louis pictures. I think maybe given that he's a baby. I think he would be making the funniest faces of all, as charming as these George faces are, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, uh, yes, the family of four, Louis left behind. Uh, maybe not left behind. That's, that sounds terrible. He may be there, but who knows? <laughs> he might be crawling around on the floor in between all these people. Um, but yes, yeah, so maybe they, he was playing. <laughs> they uh, went to a soccer game together, and uh, we learned which team. George supports based on his absolute beyond thrill at some sports moment. I think that, and keep in mind, guys, you guys probably already knew that he supported this team and that William supported this team, but we don't care about sports. It's, I deeply respect anyone who does. I care about hockey. (laughs) And I'm also deeply respectful of anything that makes Prince George this happy. So, um, of course, it was already being covered. Yes, that the the Cambridges were there. But then Kensington Royal themselves posted a, a slow motion video of George reacting with just unbelievable bliss at a happy moment in the game, which I liked very much. Um, The only runner up to that fantastic moment on Instagram was um, the many images of Charlotte trying to peek over the crowd and looking hella suspicious. (laughs) That's what what I'm going to say. She just she always looks uh, skeptical, which is my favorite kind of face for a young person to have. Also, I think what's um, really interesting about the fact that uh, Kensington Royal actually shared this moment is that it went viral with everyone being like, oh, my gosh, look at Prince George. He was just so happy and like completely like his bliss was on the same level as when I was listening to Celine Dion earlier, (laughs) you know, like true bliss. And so it went viral. But then they kind of I guess they noticed that it went viral and we just assume they're like, oh, yeah. this is awesome. And so instead of them being like, oh, a moment of my child went viral, this is weird. They're like, oh, this is an adorable moment we should yeah. all celebrate. So. Yeah, they really lean into it. I also want to call out, please, uh, in case you needed an excuse to watch that video again, please note uh, Kate's face because it is just, it really 
just crunches my heart that Kate looks so overjoyed that her son is happy. I mean, of course, William is as well, but there's just something about Kate's face in that video that made me really happy. So just a delightful moment. And we have a, we have printed out a screenshot of the Instagram and you can just see all the comments from people saying our future King is a cutie pie or um, beautiful. Thank you for sharing this with us. Like people really reacted well, obviously to seeing this little cutie pie being so thrilled. Um, Speaking of, uh, Cutie Pie is being thrilled. James Middleton. Oh, wait. Hold on. We have one more thing. Oh, fine. I just want to. I'm so excited about James Middleton. Um, And so before we get into James Middleton, actually, we have some news that uh, William, Kate, Harry and Meghan um, are back together for a good cause. They worked on a PSA that just came out. Um, So they did um, voiceover for a video for mental health, which is being aired by major UK broadcasters. Um, it's a three-minute clip, and it's launched by Public Health England as part of its Every Mind Matters program. It features the, narr- the Royals narrating a spot that also stars Gillian Anderson, Glenn Close. Oh, my God, I freaking love Glenn Close, by the way. <laughs> and then also a winner of Great British Bake Off. And um, it was written by Richard Curtis from Four Weddings and a Funeral and also every other rom-com. That's true. That, yes. Like, I think sometimes rom-coms like ruined my brain <laughs> and would explain a lot of my behavior well, in my you 20s. Well, you our entire generation, so um, it's fine. So a royal source told people, when they heard about it, all four of them were really keen to take part. Um, it's a really positive project, and all four of them have been involved, and they hope it will have a huge impact. Of course. I'm sure the four of them were like, excuse me, something with mental health in England. Like, we're all over it. So the voiceover begins with William. You hear the voices of all four of them, and it begins with Prince William saying, everyone knows that feeling when life gets on top of you, um, which I really do, <laughs> especially yeah. today. Uh, but I really, yeah, I just love that. And then Megan notes, um, there are things we can do from today. There's a new way to help turn things around. Every Mind Matters will show you simple ways to look after your mental health. And um, Kate says it, it'll it get you started with a three online plan um, designed to help you deal with stress, boost your mood, improve your sleep, and feel more in control. I do love an online tool for mental health. I use the little, I use an app to track my moods. You do? I do, I do, but only um, when they're bad moods is what I've realized. I'm very inconsistent with it. I'm sorry, how does this work? It's just like a little app where you can, you can set alarms every day if you want, but I just like will go in and be like, it has you sort of, it's it's called Santello and it's a little wheel where you can say like, happy mood or bad mood and you can like sort of spin your feelings on a wheel and then put words with it so it'll show you how you've been doing over the last week or month or however long so you can track to see how you're doing that's really interesting yeah it's just like a fun little thing and you know there's just so many apps about meditation or you know little therapy or just positive affirmations or helping you be mindful so um now there's also this so it's every mind matters it's just something fun to check out um, and so now to James Now Middleton. will you let me do James Middleton? Um, so, so exciting. There were some reports earlier on Saturday um, being broken, and then James went ahead and confirmed it himself on Instagram, uh, which we're so happy that he did on his JMIDI account. Um, he posted a really happy photo of himself with his now fiance, um, Alize Tevene, which I really hope we're saying correctly. We went to a pronunciation video. Yeah, the Alize I feel pretty good about, but the Tevene less so. Vanity Fair notes that her name has the atonic T, which is how you know it's French. I know it's French because it looks difficult to pronounce. <laughs> so I didn't take Classic French. Classic American. Lisa didn't take French. So. I did take French. I took Did a you? lot of French. What's an atonic T? I mean, 
been a while. I'm in my 30s. I haven't taken French in like years and years. Oh, what a Canadian. Um, <laughs> so I would, I mean that to say you should speak better French. So when James posted it, he wrote, she said we. Oh, so cute. Her sec- our secret is out, and we couldn't be happier to share the news um, with a little sh- two little champagne emojis. Um, the and then pe- the hashtag Jalize. Jalize. I love that. <laughs> and so, obviously, everyone knows that we are huge James Middleton fans. We are obsessed with his dogs. Caitlin and I just send each other the pictures of his dogs sure do. back and forth all the time. And we also, as you can tell from the last segment, we are obsessed with people that talk about mental health. And he yes. is so outspoken about it. So, um it's very exciting. And then Vanity Fair has the story of their meet cute. Which I genuinely didn't know. Like I didn't I, Of either. course, we've known about Alize. She's popped up on his Instagram. And, you know, it's hard for any Middleton to date without people knowing about it. But And we've um, seen her, um, at least in his life, since uh, the family was vacationing in St. Bart's yes, over Christmas. Exactly. So they've been together about a year, at least. Um, but so here is the meet cute, uh, which I hadn't heard. So apparently they were at the South Kensington Club, um, which is like a a health club and Alize said hello to his dog Ella which if I had a husband for every time I said hello to a dog <laughs> you know but oh uh, James asked the waiter to pass along a note to her that read I never normally do this but would you like to go for a drink with me and of course she said yes um and the source clarified, this was a source to the Daily Mail, um, it wasn't until after they'd met for a drink that Alize realized who he was, one of her friends had to tell her, which is hilarious to me. I understand that you'd be so distracted by Ella the Cocker Spaniel that you wouldn't realize right away that that was James Middleton. And he is very low-key. is Ella the mom of Lupo? I believe so. Okay. Yes. So celebrity in her own right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Vanity <laughs> Fair notes something really interesting. They said, with this... Um, no siblings to the future king of England, in law or otherwise, will be unwed. Yeah, and so I mean, I hate, I hate the word unwed. But I know that's true. Yes, that is a very weird <laughs> word. We are both unwed. We are unwed. And although, also, as you said, if you had a husband for every dog I, you said so hello many, to, you'd have so many so husbands. Many. But then they also note that the unwed cousins are diminishing too. Um, Beatrice became engaged in September, and uh, you know. Pippa's married. Everyone's married. Basically, it's just a reminder that we're running out of royal weddings. So I'm very happy to have uh, these two coming up, Beatrice's and James Middleton's. But that's it. I hope James is on the scale of Pippa in that we get to see all the images at the church. That's true. And so we feel included. Yeah, some people walking in and maybe his nieces and nephews (gasps) becoming involved as little page boys and bridesmaids. I know. I know. Louis will. I mean, he's walking now, but he'll. I think he'll be ready for that kind of role by next I know. year. I have faith in him. I think I think he will. Yeah, so on a, a less happy note, uh, we have an update on Prince Harry and his battle with the tablets. I want to quickly just say that I've noticed a lot of the framing when we got the first uh, lawsuit was Meghan Markle is suing the tabloids. And I'm like, why are we framing it as Meghan Markle is suing the tabloids when actually the Sussexes are suing the tabloids? Like, why do we jump to, like, it's such a small but very important, I think, example of how people immediately make it a Meghan is doing this story mm-hmm. when the statement was from Harry and they're suing them together. Just that's my little soapbox moment. Mm-hmm. And but, so we're referencing the Times right now, the New York Times. Yes. Um, And so... They said, this was, of course, a few days ago, um, Prince Harry has started legal proceedings against the owners of two British tabloids over accusations that they hacked his phones. Um, 
uh, and then they, this is a quote, opening a f- new front in a remarkable crusade against the British press. Yes. Um, the claims address allegations of um, illegally intercepting his voicemail messages, perhaps as early as the early 2000s. Do you remember, like, we remember all the phone hacking, like the news yes. of the world stuff. And yes. it was, it's pretty, incre- like, the scale of the hacking is pretty insane. Like, as two people who work in media, I can never, I can't even fathom anyone slightly thinking that that's an appropriate thing to do. That's yeah. the, it's one of the most invasive things. And for talking about the early 2000s, he would have been in high school, you know? Was he? Yeah. Because he was born, I mean, he's not that far off from our age. So the early 2000s, he would have been like, you know, 16. It's so creepy. Yeah. And so the New York Times notes, um, those accusations could potentially excavate a phone hacking scandal of that period that touched a vast number of victims, eventually leading to the conviction of a tabloid editor, the shutdown of a popular newspaper, and sweeping changes to the rules governing news coverage in Britain. And in this instance, he's suing owners of The Sun and The Daily Mirror. And um, apparently, I didn't really know this because I wasn't really paying attention as much in the early 2000s. No. I was I was really focused probably on like... Dawson's Creek. The All-American Rejects. That like... <laughs> You remember that band, you know, like going to the Vans Warped tour? I thought you were going to say like the Backstreet Boys or something, but the All-American Rejects. Oh my God, I thought That's a deep cut. I thought the lead singer was so dreamy. He remains dreamy, yes. Tyson Ritter. I remember when I was like, he's my husband. That's a name I have not thought about since 2004. Thank you for that. Oh my gosh. How do you you not? Okay. Um, So the Times uh, says... The phone hacking scandal was set off when News of the World published a story about Prince William's medical treatment following an injury, information that observers deduced could only have been unearthed by listening to the prince's voicemails. Yeah. Yikes. Horrifying. Um, So this story is not going to go away anytime soon. It's going to be playing out for a while, unfortunately. I'm really Um, interested to see what happens. This is um, this is really fascinating. And I've I mean, just like as a royal watcher, but then also someone who was a legal reporter in my former life. I'm just very interested to see what will happen with these lawsuits. And um, uh, we'll we'll keep giving you guys updates, obviously, and keep discussing it. Um, But uh, on a slightly happier note, but like sort of still as puzzling to me, um, the the British news anchor Tom Bradby uh, tweeted last week that he's finishing filming a documentary on Harry and Meghan in Africa quote, I think it will explain a lot when it airs, which seems to maybe suggest that he's going to be covering like the the tabloid aspect. I'm not completely sure. And it could just be like it explains a lot of like what goes on with tours or it could be like, does he like was he talking with them about what was happening behind the scenes? Well, because obviously they were going through this tour and everyone was covering it, but they knew that they were launching these lawsuits. So like what it maybe what it was like that day when that was coming when that news came out while they happened to be in southern africa really interesting and what his his tweet didn't make it clear uh how much the sussexes participated you know like he is a journalist who was in the press pool so he might have just been making a film about what it's like to be on the tour but we don't know how much the sussexes participated and if they gave him any like special material or anything like directly to him so we're yeah. looking forward to that footage because i will never get enough of that tour so bring it on oh, such a lovely tour <laughs> i miss that tour thank god we have another tour coming up because that's true we need these royal tours to keep us satiated um so before we adjourn the royal pod we have some highs and lows it's time for the royal highs and lows i'll start with my low which will be thinking about the phone hacking honestly that's just 
I feel like now, I mean, I know I don't even listen to my voicemails. If someone leaves sure me a voicemail, sure I think don't. it's really rude. Mm-hmm. But I think that would be akin to reading someone's text messages today. Yeah. And if someone was going through my text messages, I would feel so like attacked. And we're talking about potentially 20 years worth of voicemails God. of when, since Harry was a child. Like it's very, very creepy. Yeah, so, so that is that is a low. A hella low. That's your low. Uh, my low is, I'll just mention now that... Um, Unfortunately, I'm traveling next week. I mean, fortunately for me, because I'm going to Denmark and Norway, but unfortunately for the fact that um, we will not be covering the very first day of the Pakistan tour. Um, And it's only one day. So it would only have been one day anyway that we were uh, recording on that day. So it's it's kind of fine. I'm convincing myself. But so we'll we'll be back in. We have a special episode coming out next week and then we'll return the week after. Should we tease the guest as your high? Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, so my high is that we have a fun guest coming up who has has a book out that's a little fashiony. It's about someone who is a monarch. <laughs> it's about a monarch. We can fashion. Um, but so yeah, that's a definite high is what we have planned for next week. Um, but my low is that I will have to be texting Lisa once again on European time during a tour. She's like, did you see this? Wake up. Wake up, Lisa. Talk to me about things. Actually, I'm really glad you texted me this morning because I forgot to set my alarm. And so my phone went off. Do not disturb <laughs> mode at seven. And so your text woke me up. Oh, you're welcome. Thank goodness. Um, so my high is going to be that... The Crown is still filming and now they're starting to film the scenes with Emma Corrin as Diana and the images are amazing. So um, first we have like an image of Corrin as Diana in a a pink polka dot dress that she wore on a visit to Australia and like the resemblance is uncanny. And then there's also like an image of Corrin and then the dude who plays Prince Charles. Josh O'Connor. Oh yeah, he's the name. Dude. Um, Dude is fine too. Dude. Uh, Filming in Spain and I just, I'm so excited for The fashion is impeccable on the crown. It is amazing. I'm really always, always impressed. We Um, can't wait. Yes. So very good high. Um, And so you guys can drop us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com to ask us any and all questions about the Royals. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Here's a real review. Caitlin, will you please read it? It's from LM. Uh, zero, numbers, numbers, numbers. Zero four zero eight. Um, love listening to this podcast and catching up on all things Royals. I sometimes make mental notes of all the things Kate and Megan are up to during the week, and Lisa and Caitlin manage to cover them all. Well researched and well spoken. These ladies are a fun addition to my week. That is also what I'm doing at any given time. Like I'll just have post-its all over that are like, talk about Kate's earrings at the Pakistan event, like that kind of thing. You have post-its? Oh yes. Oh yes. I love a post-it. Why is that weird? Why is that surprising? I just you're looking at me like I don't know. I don't I, I didn't know you had post-its. <laughs> I'm using a typewriter to put them together. I write myself emails with a note in the subject line to remind oh, myself. Oh, I will also do that. I have oh. a lot of Gmail drafts. Interesting. Anywho. Uh so uh, I don't remember. Oh, follow, follow the, the show. show. <laughs> Instagram at Really Obsessed Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Really Obsessed. You can follow me, Lisa at Lisa Raya with no N and Caitlin. Where can we find you? You can follow me um, and my Norwegian and Danish adventures um at Hey K Men's H E Y K M E N Z on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at caitlinmenza.com. Until next week, God save the pod. Woo! I'm worried we're too caffeinated. (laughs) No such thing. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.